right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Proverbs 23, and I am in the podcast studio with faithful Watermark member, Bhavani Templeton. Hey, guys. Bhavani, it is so good to have you here and a special treat because you are plugged in at Watermark South Dallas. That's so right. Would you just share a little bit about that? What's going on down in down in the South. Yeah. So it's a small little community, not at all like North Dallas, as we call it. And it's just really fun just to be able to just see the same people and pour into people and um, walk alongside them in a smaller community. And we actually live within the community. So it's a little different as well. It's fun though. And your hu- because your husband is a student at DTS. That's right. So that's an intentional choice y'all have made to be plugged in down there? We have, yeah. When we were looking for a home, we really asked the Lord to Um, We were praying for our neighbors specifically, Mm -hmm. wanting open hearts. And as we were learning about South Dallas, we wanted to be a way for reconciliation throughout the community. Um, So that meant just opening our doors and having people over for dinner. Or Oh, I think the the friends listening are hearing uh, a special guest that we've brought in. (laughs) Who is here with you? Here is Sophia. Our youngest podcast guest to date. Sophia is two? Three? She's no, younger. One. She's one. One. I can't count months. At South Dallas, it was really just inviting people over and just having dinner with them and really being intentional with them. So we we want to have people over for dinner and just have community with them. And it's been really sweet to be able to do that, to invite anybody at any time, any place, because we're so close to them. We can easily just pick them up or we can just tell them to come over by walking. So it's been really sweet just to interact with that community down there and just be a part of it. And how have you seen God moving in South Dallas? Yeah, it's been a lot of softening hearts, for sure. Being a part of the community has been really just seeing people be softened Mm. um, as they walk in the doors and have a different environment than what they're used to within the community of South Dallas, um, being challenged in different ways, but also continuing to be faithful in that. Despite the challenges? Despite the challenges, yeah. Um, Being willing to be in the heart and learn what the Lord wants from them within their season of life. I love it. Which has been really sweet. That is sweet, Bhavani. Well, today we are talking all about Proverbs 23. And I'd love to hear what observations you made as you studied this chapter. Yeah. Well, the first one was, because I'm a mom, verse one was verse 14 of just really, it really reminded me of how we're supposed to teach our children into the ways. Let me read 13 and 14. Yeah. It says, Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Verse 14, punish them with the rod and save them from death. So when I look at the word rod, when we look at it, it really just, you think of the actual stick and actually hitting something with Mm. it. But I think it also can be figuratively of where it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you have to hit a child or spank a child, but it's a matter of like their demeanor of what it looks like in the punishment, mm-hmm. um, so you can lead them towards the way of the Lord. And as you guide them, eventually they will know and understand what is right and wrong, what the Lord has asked of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really stood out to me of just really being more careful for their soul and knowing that despite of the like discipline that you choose, these kids, they choose a direct path based off of your discipline. Yeah. So, Bhavani, what I hear you saying is someone could read this and and wrongly think that, uh, I mean, at worst case scenario, it's a verse encouraging abuse. Right. And we would both say, hey, that's not at all 
what Proverbs 23 is propagating. Yeah. But the principle at play is that the Lord disciplines the ones he loves. And so a good, loving parent cares deeply that their kids grow up and know what it looks like to walk rightly with the Lord. And so discipline in some form is necessary. Right. Anything you doubt on that? I think it's also like when we look at that part of the text, Mm -hmm. we see that we think that punishment is going to bring them death. Mm. But it's not per se what necessarily—I mean, obviously there's bad people in. That does happen, but it's not necessarily what would happen. Um, But the main reason why this this part stood out to me so much, not because I'm a mom, but also because it's a part of my story. Mm. As I was growing up, my— I wasn't, like, fully a believer of the mm. Lord. Um, so my parents didn't know what to do for me mm. um, and how to, quote-unquote, fix me. Mm. And so they sought the Lord, and the Lord asked them to move me to New Mexico. At the time, I lived in Texas. Yeah. And so they willingly packed up everything and went and shipped me off, per se. Wow. Um, and it was really trusting the Lord of, like— we have done our part of disciplining my child mm. and have taught her enough to know about who you are that I'm willing to send my kid to hopefully one day come to know you. Mm. And thankfully I did. Yeah. Um, it took me about a year to come back to the Lord. What did that look like? Being a part of the world, fully devoted into the world and just um, being soaked into there. Mm. And um, it was a lot of rough seasons because it was a new place. So I couldn't just like jump into what I used to do. But it was a lot of just like trial and error and then finally realizing it brought no satisfaction to me. Mm. Um, and then when I went to church and got to know this this God that I believe in now, that he was so faithful and so patient mm-hmm. um, enough to wait for me to come to know him. That was the missing piece that I needed in my life was somebody to be there for me. Mm. So just looking at that verse of, Yes, all the discipline my parents did to me came to where I did come to know the Lord. Yeah. That is my story. But then there's also people that I know that their kids have stepped away and they haven't come to know the Lord. But it's also not a discouragement of them of you have to keep trusting in the Lord in that season of my, I'm hoping and praying that my child will come back. It's a good reminder that Proverbs are principles, not promises. That's right. Because they are, they are statements that are truthful, but they play out differently in any situation. So the timing at which your heart in which your heart turned to the Lord or the timing for the parent who's still waiting for their child to return. At the end of the day, we can trust hey God is in control of each and every one of our stories. Yeah. But that child's going to have to make that personal decision. Yeah. themselves. Yeah. Uh, what went through your mind when your parents said hey you're go- you're going to New Mexico? Um I was terrified. Yeah. I also didn't believe them. It was like an overnight type of shipping. Yeah. Um, like they drove and then they drove back the next day because wow. they had to work. Mm. So it was literally like a, I'm in the car and I'm thinking I'm going to my friend's house to get dropped off because I'm no longer living with my parents. Mm. And the next thing you know is we're 10 hours into our drive and I'm like, yeah, this isn't They weren't kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they had warned me multiple times of, if you don't fix your attitude or you don't change your ways, mm-hmm. then... You will. This will be your consequence, and I didn't. I thought they were joking, um, <laughs> and they were not. Uh-huh. They were very serious. They were very being very prayful mm. of. We really want you to come to know the Lord. We know that this is good for you. Um, so, but my thoughts were just, 
I didn't believe it. Yeah. And then I was there, and then they left me. And, like, our family has this terrible thing of when someone leaves, you watch them right out the door. Yeah, yeah, you watch them drive away. Or- and you watch them drive away. Yeah. And I specifically remember my parents driving away and me waving to them. And, like, that was, that was it. I was like, they're not coming back for me. They're serious. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. So it was terrifying at the time. And that was, like, the first glimpse of the Lord seeking me and asking me, trust me in this. Mm. And I obviously did not. I didn't even listen to his voice whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But it was just really, it was terrifying. <laughs> but look at you now. Yeah. The Lord is good and faithful and keeping me alive. And, and now I get to tell my story. That's so sweet. Well, we only have a couple minutes left. And I know you also wanted to speak on verse 10. So give us an overview. That one is is more of an interpretive challenge or something that's culturally unfamiliar with us today. Do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the fatherless. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, well, the boundaries were very specifically, like, oriented, um, like, in Moses' time. Mm-hmm. And so— it was given a prom for the promised land of whenever the promised land would happen, that that's where your boundaries would be. And so it's just basically stating of, hey, don't move it. Like if you move it, you're taking away from somebody else. Sure, don't steal. Seriously, um, it's it was that simple. But yeah, I'm sure there was still people that would do it because we're sinners and selfish and greedy. And <laughs> um, but then it's. Also, seeing the second part of, or enter the fields of the fatherless of, there's some there were so many orphans, mm. um, specifically like widows that didn't have dads, so mm-hmm. they didn't know the right from wrong, and so because of that, we had they had their own defender, which was the Lord. Um, so if you did something to them, you literally took it up with the Lord. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess we should do that with every single. Does you don't have every to single offense? Be, yeah. You don't have to be necessarily be a fatherless. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's what that verse is looking at is the landmarks of do not steal or enter into anybody's property without them knowing. Or Yeah, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder that anytime we sin, mm-hmm. we're ultimately sinning against God. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, a sobering and humbling place to end. Because we're out of time. Yeah. So, Bhavani, thank you for being here. It was fun being here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe. Because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.